Great trepidation that I say welcome to the driver's seat because I've gone and dialed young Will Brown on uh, the phone as I normally do, and I'm not sure whether the phones are working at the moment. So talk amongst yourselves for a little bit, oh. uh, Matt and oh. Steve. Well, I'm I'm happy to be here, particularly Stevie J, as we woke up to the news this morning that Danny Rick is back. Oh, how like, good is that? Six months. That's all we had to have him hanging out for was six months. So. Uh, that was pretty good news this morning. Uh, lots to cover, obviously, on the show. We've got, hopefully, as Nimsy said there, we've got Will Brown coming up. And we said it a couple of weeks ago. It is, of course, State of Origin, the final Stevie J. So we're not live around the country, but uh, in Queensland and New South Wales, we're certainly not live, but I think we are everywhere else. Uh, so if you do want to listen, jump onto the Driver's Seat app. where That is where you will find us. But we're going to talk about... Supercars, Townsville, Morgan Park, a bit of Formula One, a bit Dan Ricardo. Bit of Will Davison. Bit of Will Davo. Rihanna Crean. The dad. It's been a good week. Like, that's all good news. Ford won a race. Yep. It's like all good news stuff. Yep. This week, isn't it? Good so, news stuff. Lots to cover off, including also Jet um, up in Townsville as well. Uh, I looked at the run sheet. There's not a huge amount of... <laughs> Not a huge amount of space given in there for Super 2 and Super 3, but while Nimsy is uh, off mega-dialing trying to get uh, Will Brown onto the show, we'll cover off on, on Jet perhaps pretty quickly. Good. Actually, funny, I'm just, Will just texted me. He goes, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to go. Are you guys calling soon? Right, okay, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nimsy, what are you doing, bro? Could be the phones at SEN, too. Probably. Possibly. Sorry, maybe. I didn't pick that one up because I ran into another studio. That's uh, right. Maybe, maybe Will's got Uncle us? Hutchie. Oh, he's got, you've, you've got him, have you? Has he? Or am I, I calling him? What did he, he, what did he, he text you, no, sorry? He is waiting for you <laughs> to call him. Nimsy? Let, yeah. Let me try it one more time. Okay. So try one more. He goes, okay, it is not working, question mark. Because <laughs> <laughs> if the phones aren't working, I know that Rich Uncle Hutchie right now is overseas uh, doing the ashes thing. Maybe maybe the, the bills haven't been paid to Telstra Ooh. or whoever runs the, uh, the phones at HQSEN there. Who knows? But anyway, um, very quickly before we get to uh, Will, give us a quick synopsis of, of Jets weekend in Super 3 up there in the Napa Nissan. Um, he, he had a pretty good weekend. He had a pretty good weekend. I think we are struggling a little bit with seat time to start with. Of course. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, for him, so I need to get him driving some more. But I think the biggest thing is he's probably – Hasn't got the elbows out enough, Maddie. the first couple of laps. So yeah, yeah. he gets boxed around a bit the first few laps and he's just trying to be a little bit nice and leave a lot of room. And and it's just, you know, he he, he muscled in a little bit more on, in race two on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, then he got caught on the outside again at race three, uh, at turn three and then turn six and seven and, and, and sort of dropped a lot of spots. So, you know, we were right there with Joe. Stewart, who finished second for the weekend, yeah. um, Cam McLeod was a bit in front of us. Uh, he was he was had that Nissan absolutely. He was out of control. Like if, if we had a power rankings for Super Two and Super Three, mm. he Cam McLeod would be getting three points. Yeah, because to to 
to qualify that thing in P4 and P6, I think, which is like right smack dab in the middle of the Super 2 cars. What an extraordinary mm. effort. Mega effort. And uh, like just, and he was, it was good all weekend, you know. I mean, Cam's been doing a lot of driving and it's Ooh. just showing. Like he's, <laughs> he's really, uh, uh, I guess, got that, you know, they've done a lot of work to that car yeah. and, um, you know, credit to them. They've done a great job. So we, we just, we need to lift a bit more with Jet. We need to give him a better car. Um, and also he needs to work a bit on himself in regards to homework before the event and, yep. and what to do on the starts. Yep. And just maybe watch a few supercar races and watch a few in cars and uh, and go from there. But, you know, I think we'll get there. It's just we got time on our side, so we'll, uh, we're not stressing too far just yet. Tell you what, I'm absolutely sweating like a gypsy with a mortgage right now. But um, yeah, hey, hey, you don't have to be a gypsy with a mortgage to be sweating, mate. You yeah. can be anyone with a mortgage at the moment well, after the last 52 increases. Well, you know, you know what? Let's uh, just get. We'll get to young Will Brown, but first, let's give him his intro. We're going to see Will Brown, Coca-Cola racing by Erebus. Will Brown is absolutely flying there at the moment, and the numbers are right on target. Will Brown takes his fourth career armor off pole. Today, car number nine for Coca-Cola Racing by Erebus and the new championship leader, Will Brown. Brett said it best himself. He is the new championship leader and he's the only one that seems to rule the streets of Townsville outside the North Queensland Cowboys. So please welcome back to the driver's seat one of the most patient drivers in pit lane, the one and only Will Brown. <laughs> How are we, Will? Oh, no. No, no, he's it. He's it. Oh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are working beautifully tonight, oh let me God. tell you. Man, we are, as Nimsy rightly put it, Will, we are having a Cam Waters evening, a technical Cam Waters <laughs> evening when it comes to the driver's seat. Hey, orange hair, orange numbers, working beautifully, son. You're in the lead of the championship. Congrats. Yeah, no, it's awesome, uh, you know. Didn't expect this at the start of the year, so uh, you know, you know it's, uh, we're hoping that we can do this. But to be leading the championship at the halfway point is uh, is phenomenal, mate. Half like orange numbers. I mean, seven points between you and Big Brody. That's uh, that's going to be interesting to watch. I mean, I think I reckon you boys are going to be probably costing Erebus more in orange numbers, orange and yellow numbers throughout the next few rounds than than anything else. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a hard one because it's about that consistency as well and uh, making sure you don't have any mistakes. Unfortunately for Brody on the weekend with what happened in race one and his qualifying, yep. that sort of was allowing me to creep my way back up. And, um, you know, I guess probably right now there's not many mistakes from Shane, Brody, Brock or myself a lot of weekends. So it seems like you only claw a few points back. Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say that because... It, it is actually so close. I mean, you guys had a ripper start, um, but uh, like, it, you, uh, what I'm trying to say is you haven't gone without your issues. I mean, you had that issue uh, before in qualifying on Sunday. I mean, you, you were lucky to even make the shootout to yeah. start with. Like, we thought you were going to be starting from the back. So um, that was a mega effort by the boys uh, and girls there at Erebus to get that thing fixed and out just to even make the shootout to start with. Yeah, I was pretty nervous. I'd pretty much accepted that that was a shootout done. I was really lucky not to crash on that lap because it actually went, uh, you know, 
right where you're at full lock going under uh, through the train tracks there at Townsville. Oh. So I was really lucky just to get out of it and um, and get enough lock into it that I missed the wall. So, um, yeah, and then for him to fix that, um, you know, they had to run in, get the uh, bracket off the other engine and to fix that um, and get me back out there. And then I just put it in the shootout. Um, it made for an exciting session, but then the shootout was, was a bit disappointing, but that's part of it. And, Will, give us a, your, your take on Gen 3 because, you know, last year I reckon in the Gen 2 car um, it was a little lean. I reckon if I look at your numbers, probably a little lean given your lofty standards and results in other categories you've done. Has the has, has swapping to the, the Camaro been a bit of a game changer for you? Yeah, it has been. I think it's just one of those things. It's like Carrera Cup now. Like, you know, you can... You've just got a car and you can set it up. You can't develop it and all of that sort of stuff. Where it was hard for us, you know, our cars, uh, you know, were getting quite old. They were probably five years old. Where Triple Eight, you know, generally they'll only do maximum two seasons in a car, um, yeah. you know, and sell them. So they just were a bit ahead of us, and and they're ahead of all of the field by by the end of last year. And um, you know, I think now it goes more back on the on the drivers and, and engineers, really, how well you work with your engineer and how well you drive it. Hey, mate, uh, everyone's just thinking, oh, new, Will Brown's so new to the series, you know, like he hasn't been in here that long. And I guess you haven't, but do you know that you're going to clock up 100 race starts <laughs> this year at the Gold Coast? Wow. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Um, you know, I was just thinking the other day, this is my third year in the category. I remember, um, you know, I was actually talking with Dave Ellis, who helps me out a lot uh you know, and uh, pretty much my manager. And uh, I remember when we were trying to get me a seat back in, you know, 2019, 2020 into the main game. And now I'm going, you know, three years. It's uh, it's quite amazing. Um, talk to me. I, I want to roll back just a little bit to Darwin. You guys really seem to struggle a bit in Darwin. Um, and then, you've, you know, I think I don't, there was some talk around the paddock and there was some pundits that were sitting there saying, oh, you see... Everyone's now caught up to Erebus. You know, they've had their they've had their good run now. Now they're coming back to the field. Then you've come out again and had an absolute ball terror at uh, at uh, Townsville. What happened in Darwin? What was the sort of a – it was weird not to see you guys super competitive. Yeah, I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, you know, I don't know what exactly it was up there. We've seen other years where Triple Eight don't, don't win every weekend and, and that sort of stuff. And I'm not sure up at Darwin. We just uh, made the best of a, of a bad weekend, which is what you've got to do in the championship. And, yeah, we weren't as competitive. Um, we struggled a lot up there, um, especially with understeer. And, and then we are able to, uh, to sort of work together and improve that. And I think that's the best thing in these cars. We're starting to learn the ways to improve understeer, oversteer and all those ones and what, what works for us. Um, and, you know, I don't think we know everything about these cars yet, but we're really getting on top of them. So um, it's making it that you can sort of hopefully roll out and do a good job each weekend. Well, mate, well, you have been doing that because, yes, you had a, a little hiccup in, in Darwin, but mm. for me, watching the races Saturday and Sunday, your cars, the Erebus cars, are the fastest. They're the fastest in race trim, no mm. doubt. Mm. You obviously... Uh, were um, you know obviously both you and Brody were quick in in qualifying on the on the different days, but um, man, your cars in race trim seem to be um, just that one little step ahead of the other, especially over a long run. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, me don't go telling me that it's all how good you are driving and <laughs> saving your tyres and all that BS either. <laughs> your cars are good. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> I think on Saturday the car actually allowed me to do what SVG used to do. I knew I had enough yep. pace um, yep. so I could have a gap 
and then I would just come out and just um, make sure that I, I just saved my tyres until someone caught me and then just drive it fast enough to wear their tyres off until they started losing time. So pretty much I was able to do exactly what he does just by having a fast car and, uh, mm. and you know, thinking about it more than just going out and burning the tyres off it. But um, I think if you were to look at my lap times out the gate compared to someone like Reynolds and those sort of people that caught me a lot, um, I was just saving tyres, and that's what allowed me to go so much faster at the end. Yeah. Hey, uh, Will, I want to <laughs> I want to talk about Saturday night up at Townsville because, like, oh, I've got, go. I got, I got, <laughs> I got, a, I got, no, not out at a pub. That was Sunday night that I, I heard all the stories about Sunday night. Uh, I've got kids, and um, you know, when you've got kids at home, sometimes you you can't play favourites. Obviously, you've just you've got to be gentle with both of them. You've got to be diplomatic sometimes. Which I know your team manager Barry Ryan is about the most undiplomatic person on the planet. It's one of the things we love about him. Um, how did you go about taking the orange stickers off Brody's car and whacking the orange <laughs> stickers on your car without having any upset moments? Did Bro- was Brody involved in the discussion, or did yeah, you boys uh, just head off and they did it behind you? There and I just walked over to his car and pulled one of the nines off and put it on mine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <it> joking. <laughs> Not at all. Um, I think Barry did that, but I put up a photo and uh, and Brody sent me a nice little message on Instagram and said "f you." <laughs> <laughs> There's been a few, uh, there's been a few of those sort of uh, messages going back and forward when I put something up, and he might he'll photocrop something in over a trophy, and uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, uh, yeah, it's been quite funny going back and forth uh, between us both. But um, yeah, there's I don't know, like it hasn't really, you know, everyone goes on, you know, it'll kick off, and, and we'll both want to, you know, beat each other and that, and and we both do want to beat each other, but there's been no sort of rivalry there or anything like that. We're both just. Uh, you know, racing hard and and are happy for each other. Well, I think I, I don't think anybody actually. I mean, it's all well and good to have the orange number, but it's you need to have it after the last ra- round. Yeah, correct. So <laughs> I don't think anyone actually really wants it at the moment, mid year through the year, because when you get them, you don't seem to win any races. Yeah, I know. That's the hardest part. Is uh, you know, I think Brody was uh, was happy to lose it for a bit and reckons next round will be better. But uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, it's pretty cool to be leading the championship anyway. I'll take them. Hey, mate, um, just thinking of the next round too at Sydney Motorsport Park, it's sort of a track that's, I guess, not too dissimilar in, in my eyes to, say, Darwin, that style of corner and that sort of, sort of, sort of grip level. Are you Are you guys sort of working hard and trying to nut out what actually happened in Darwin so that you can hopefully go to Sydney and, and, and not have a car that, you know, as you said, understeers through that sort of style of corner? Yeah, it's hard. But, uh, yeah, we are. But it's hard, as you know, is that, mm. you, you know, you go away and you go, oh, yeah, we think these are the reasons why why we weren't quick on the weekend. And you put it down to that. But if you tried that thing on, on Darwin weekend, it might not have worked anyway. Um, yeah. So... It's it's very hard. You do nut out. You try and work out. You go through the debriefs. You know what you do there, and trying to trying to work out what actually was the problem. But sometimes you don't know. But um, you know, we we tested at Sydney at the start of the year, and even though I'm sure everyone's gotten better since then, we were quick there. Um, we were pretty happy with the setups there at the start of the year, and even looking back on that now and and the footage and data, it seemed quite good. So um, yeah, we're not too concerned heading into Sydney, but we're still making sure we do do the work to uh to make sure we roll out strong.
Will, let's just park supercars off to the side for a second and focus on the other category that you're competing in this year, which is Super Cheap Auto TCR. Uh, off to Queensland Raceway, just down the range from your joint. Um, give us your thoughts on the the season so far. You've, I think, missed one race. Miss you missed Winton. Winton. Yep. Um, but yep. I think young Clay Richards jumped into your car from memory there. Um, did pretty well. What's your, what's your thoughts going into QR? Uh, yeah, well, hopefully we have a better start. We didn't get any races in at Tasmania. And then, uh, you know, Phillip Island, we had problems all weekend with electrical dramas and then diff dramas. So I actually haven't really, I haven't done a proper race this year in that car um, just due to just due to um, unfortunate circumstances. So we sat out to uh, Winton to try and ho- hopefully get the car a bit better and do a test day. And, uh, and I was uh, planning to go to America anyway with Erebus. So that sort of worked out and, yeah, hopefully when we get back in the car at uh, Ipswich, we can have a much better run. I was going to say, the other thing I want before we let you go, <laughs> give us a little driver's seat exclusive here. Is your teammate going to go and run the road the road course at Indy for NASCAR? Now we've seen Shane Van Gisbergen come home with boatloads of money and <laughs> I reckon a new contract's not too far away from uh, from being presented on the desk. Are we going to see Brody in a NASCAR at Indy, Roval? Is that what we're going to see? Oh, I don't talk to him very much, so I'm unsure. <laughs> well played. You're full of crap. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> no, one's listening. no one's listening, mate. They're all watching State of Origin, so you can yeah, say yeah, whatever you want. Guys, you know, I'm up here watching State of Origin, and you guys drag me on, buddy. What, don't you guys watch it? <laughs> it's, in fact, as we sit here in the studio um, on the Gold Coast, we are watching it. Queenslander is up 6 nil. <laughs> Uh, so we're very happy with that. Hey, did you fly up to to Townie, or did you did you fly uh, up uh, as in? Yeah, flew right. back from Townsville. It's quite lucky. My brother flew my family up on Friday, so I flew up commercial and then was able to come back with them on Sunday night. So I love flying around. It makes the weekend quite uh, quite fun. It's uh, you know something I enjoy doing as well is the flying. So get to fly home and and be a part of that as well. Very nice. I mean, like obviously with with flying, I mean it's a. It's a full-on thing, and I mean, I know you and I have spoken about it, you know, just uh, off air. And um, there's, I mean, there's a lot of stuff you got to do, a lot of stuff you got to study. I mean, is it actually hard to try to keep flying, keeping your hours up in between doing what you've got to, you know, do as a professional race driver? Yeah, it is sometimes, but um, oh, New South Wales just scored. Um, yeah, we saw that. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, it is, it is as well, um, but. You know, I do enough flying like today, you know, with the car out. I still work in the car with the family. I dropped off a staff member to pick up a car in Brisbane in the plane, um, and I still use it a fair bit for work. But I've actually, uh, you know, that I haven't put up on my Instagram yet. I bought a pit special the other day, which is a full aerobatics plane. So oh. I've got to get myself at the single seater, or wear a parachute in it and that, and go up and go nuts. So I'm just wow. uh, getting that brought back over from Perth now. So that'll be something that... You know, I might look at competing, uh, doing a bit of competition aerobatics in in the future. Um, so yeah, I'll have a work cut out for me in that one. And well, I tell you what, well, he is mates with Matt Hall, so that you makes are mates a lot with of Matt sense. Hall. Yeah, yeah. Have Have you yeah, watched yeah. the coverage of uh, of the Silverstone Grand Prix just yet? I, I watched uh, the the catch up one, yeah, on Ko. Yeah. Well, if you watch the full coverage, you'd see that young Georgie Russell who drives a Mercedes, yes. obviously, he got to go up, I think it was in an RAF, is it Typhoon or a Tornado, Typhoon, jet, whatever their yeah, jet I, is. I, some people are telling me about this. Yeah, they reckon mate, it was awesome. Mate, that, that's, we, we've, got to get, we've got to get Will Brown up into a Lightning or into a uh, Super Hornet, I reckon. That's what you've got yeah, to do. Yeah, 
none of this aerobatic <laughs> stuff. Let's get you into an uh, an RAAF Super Hornet out of uh, out of Amberley when you do your TCR round at QR. That's the go. Yep. Sounds good. <laughs> Jeez. I, I wonder if uh, wonder if Barry would sign off on that one. My honest opinion is have some balls and do it yourself. Sounds well, yeah. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get forgiveness and permission, guys. <laughs> yes, <laughs> true that. Oh, well, that's true. Well, you've been incredibly patient with us tonight, mate. And uh, if you think you have bad days on the racetrack, well, you just witnessed a bad one on radio. So, hey, considering considering one of our listeners has messaged in and said, "Wow, the start of your show is about as good as Thomas Randall's start at the Bend in 2022." <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! Uh, <laughs> we love you, Tommy. <laughs> but uh, but we'll appreciate it, mate. Uh, enjoy the rest of Origin. Ha- enjoy the bit of a break you have. Go well at. Jeez, uh, you got a fair bit on your plate. Enjoy QR for the TCR and uh, go well at uh, Sydney Motorsport Park. And hopefully, we'll see those orange numbers when we get to Adelaide as well. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> there we go. Will Brown joining us. Do you want to uh, go through some of these texts, fellas? <laughs> He's a good lad, isn't he? Yeah. He is yeah. a good lad. And before we do the text message, which I'm going to get you to uh, to read, Nimsy, because you're so good at it, big apologies and a big thank you to those who were waiting online for the app to uh, to fire up as well. Uh, I actually had it sitting here. I actually had it sitting here open and had the volume turned right up. So I don't know if you heard it through back there, but no, all no, of a sudden you probably, it all came up onto mine. So you thank you for those. You probably got a whole bunch of that because yeah, you had my yeah, app yeah. going as well. So There you go. So thank you for your patience, <laughs> folks. Thanks for hanging around. I think we're on the straight and narrow now. We had to charge the jump starters up and go, clear! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Off we go. If, if you could see just how much running I was doing, it was like Usain Bolt. I was getting my I was getting my training in for bloody really? uh, run Melbourne this Sunday. So there you go. There we go. But uh, a big thank you to everyone for uh, jumping on board. Thank you to Will Brand for your patience as well. Mm. Excellent stuff. But we'll straighten up and fly right. We have got plenty of the show to get through. We've got the power rankings coming your way in just a moment. You're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Back with more after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. And it's great to have your company here on the driver's seat as we do it. Thanks to Kubota for over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. It is good to see everyone jump on board the text and deciding to ignore Origin for just a brief moment. But uh, <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, um, good of Will Brown to... He's just a ripper boy, isn't he? Good effort. Oh, he's a good egg. Yeah, no, and I think he's... Um, I think that's one of the things we love about him. He's, he's a sort of a knockabout he's bloke. He's actually honest. And he's honest. He's down to earth. Yeah. He's honest. He's likeable. He, you know, he's got no... He's um, in on his shoulder. Kind of thing he you know what I mean? He's just, just used car lad. Used car salesman from the T-Bar. Yep. <laughs> love him. With a plane license <laughs> and, an and a super license. And a supercar and not really quite standard used car <laughs> spec, I suppose. Used to drive a smart car. <laughs> I don't know if he Loves still does a smart or not. Car. He does love a smart yeah, car. Yeah, I used to. I, I had a smart car when I worked for AMG and Mercedes-Benz. It was great. You had a Peugeot as well. I did. Um, it is, of course, the driver's seat, thanks to Kubota. And uh, remember, you can get the driver's seat app. It's got podcasts, interviews, and news, and much, much more must for all motorsport fans. And thank you, everyone, for jumping on board. There's a fair few people mm. from Queensland and New South Wales that have decided to turn mm. off 
the rugby league and uh, join or us. At least which be is, watching it, maybe. Oh, they probably yeah, they probably got yeah. us on the background, but it is nice that you've picked us uh, to listen to as opposed to the rugby league. Um, but uh, we do also have to mention um, thank you to everyone that jumped on on the Facebook and sent through some messages, and you can get involved as well on the text line. Uh, which we'll do in wow. just a moment. You're up and running now, bro. It's mainly Your fingers t- on the soundboard. You're just smashing it out. <laughs> just mainly checking that it all works. <laughs> but, uh, and not Lando Norris style. It's broken. It's broken. <laughs> Speaking of stuff that's slightly broken, let's fire up the Pintaro because it is time for the Power Rankings. The Driver's Seat Power Rankings. Oh, there we go. Just almost just struggling to get up to 80Ks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's just the worst sound effect. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll chat, hey, I'll chat to Tommy and uh, we'll see how we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling here for my three, two, one, Steve J. I've got my two and I've got my one, but I'm struggling with who I give three to. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, I keep looking at all the results. I keep going over in my little pea brain about what I saw over the weekend and where the racing was and who was this and who did that and all that kind of stuff. I'm struggling to find me a standout. I know, like, because there were some that did really well in race one, but not so good in race two. Ford got a win, so, you know, you have to celebrate that, even though basically had a spare set of tyres up his head. I'm really struggling. You're not. I'm going to throw to you, Steve. Yeah, I'm not. You're not? Go. You, you do. These are my th- this is my three. Oh, two, you one. haven't written them. Right. No, no, I'll, I'll just wing it. Go. All right. Well, go ahead. Um, unlike normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's normally I mean, so calculated I'm, and precise. Always, always. The prepared nature prepared. is prepared. Correct. Mm. I'm actually going to give one point to Andre Hairdryer. Oh, yeah. Yep. I think Andre that. did a very solid job on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my memory on the first day on Saturday, he, he actually was back a bit. But then, uh, then he really um, come forward, and I think he did a solid job. You know, like P7? he he, yep. he could have he could have actually been. I mean, th- they had an alternate pit strategy. They pitted him really early, so the poor bugger had literally nothing to fight for uh, or fight with. Mm. Uh, you know, he had a he had a very blunt sword at the end of the race, so uh, so he was struggling with the other guys that were much younger rubber, mm-hmm. but um, did a sensational job. And I think BJ did a gr- great job. All in all, um, you know, Bryce was up there as well. Um, yeah, they were, and uh, and I think they've been pretty solid. So, so I'm going to give uh, one point to Anton. Uh, sorry, one point to um, Andre. Andre, I'm going to give two points to Anton. Uh, what a comeback from obviously race one to race two over the weekend. Had a a car that was randomly cutting out. They had no idea if they'd fixed it, um, and for him to come back and actually get Ford's first on track win. Uh, for the year, Wait, first cross the line. Yep. First cross the line was absolutely super. So, uh, well, yes, he had he had a bit of a leg up there. He had a, he had more tyres than everybody. Mm. They had a a really good strategy with the safety car that put him, you know, eleven seconds in the lead coming out of the last yeah, daylight. Stop. But don't forget, you know, I mean, um, he might have been trying to manage and stuff as well in case there was a safety car. But they got within five seconds of him in the race. Brody got back within five seconds, which really shows the strength of those Erebus cars, especially over a long race run. Um, so, uh, but you know, I, I can't fault uh, WB Will Brown um, over the weekend. I mean, just a super job. Got a pole, race win. Had a few things go against him um, on Sunday in regard to qualifying and, and his starting position. But, but to then get back and uh, you know. Finish off the weekend with the championship lead, I think, is um, 
is super for him and uh, and for the Erebus team. So well done. Okay. That oh, has made I it easier, has it, Matty? Not really. <laughs> 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 you know when you tried to cheat off someone at school and you look yep. at the answer going, nah, that's not going to help me. Okay, no, I think I've done it. And I think I can justify why. Ant- Ant- Anton, I'm going to give one point to. Mm-hmm. Because he did have the strategy and he had a spare set of tyres and all that sort of stuff. But it's being heralded as the most amazing thing since sliced bread because, oh, my God, Ford's now had a win. Take it easy, right? It, oh yeah, you see, rich uncle Roland, he was, yeah, he was yeah. like everyone. Let's yeah. all sort it. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give Anton one. Brody, I'm going to give two. Didn't have a great Saturday, but he, you can just tell he's there. If he doesn't have a technical issue, if you look at some of his laps over the weekend, his onboard stuff, that car is sensational, and he is driving it sensationally. So I'm going to give two to Brody and three. It's line ball, but I'm going to get, do you know what I'm going to, because I never thought I'd say this. I'm going to give three to Cam Waters. Didn't Waters. win a race. Yeah. Didn't win a race. In fact, it was pretty well P nowhere, but I'm, I'm, giving, I'm giving him three points for effort here, Steve J. I think the poor bastard is wringing the neck of this thing. He is trying everything that he can do to get that car up the front He's being diplomatic. He's being professional. He's got one eye on Tickford. He's the middle of the silly season. He's trying everything. How do you reckon it felt for him to see um, his teammates car on the podium in P3 on Saturday? I oh, know. I just – so I'm I'm, I'm – <laughs> You don't get what I said there. P3 on Saturday? Yeah. His teammate? Yeah. On Saturday? Yeah. On Saturday? His 2024 teammate. Oh, he's still yeah. – <laughs> <laughs> he, He's, he's – He's normally uh, <laughs> normally normally you'll see those two collide on on many incidents. Yeah. I love it when you say stuff like that because I just go, what? Hey, hang on, hey, hang on. what? Uh, so I'm going to give three to Cam because it's almost like a, an encouragement award, <laughs> a charity three points. I know you're trying hard, Cam. You're doing really good, and I'm sure with all this hard work, it will come to fruition. Whether you're in Tickford, whether you are in Triple Eight, or whether you are in indeed NASCAR in the future, two thumbs up, Cam Waters, and well, three good. points to you. It both boasts him up to David Reynolds in the uh, power <laughs> rankings, actually in front because he's got a quarter of a point. Yeah. So who was your P two again, uh, Matty? Uh, Broads. Brody. Brody. Yeah, Bush. Because it isn't. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. In fact, we're gonna talk about it next segment about this silly season and where Shane might be going and that sort of stuff. It's swirling, Stevie J. Mm. If I if I if the rumor mill wasn't broken out the back, I'd grab the keys and I'd fire it up. <laughs> uh, but I tell you one thing, we can do. If you were listening to last week's show, I don't think we cover this off uh, any further up in the uh, in the uh, run sheet here, Nimsy. But mm. if you were listening to last week's show, we talked about Matty Cook and uh, Premier Racing, that Maddie was going on holidays. A sabbatical. And sabbatical, if you will. And I think I remember saying on the show, mm, not entirely too sure. that That's farcial. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, we get, to, we get to Townsville, and it was, what was it, Stevie J? Baltish. And it was, see ya, mate. See ya, mate. Yeah. So poor old Maddie Cork, Gornski. Nothing and, for the old Garrity. No, and uh, Pete Gibras taking over the uh, over the range of that one. That was a really good pit stop, I think. If you saw, with oh the my Premier. stars! <laughs> Jeez, Louise. As one of the who was it? I think it Jack was, LeBrock was the uh, Jack LeBrock coming in, 
right as they were pushing Slady back out of the garage. So Jack LeBrock almost took out five members of the Premier team and also almost took out the front of Slady's car. He, well done. He, and we're not exaggerating either. Managing beautifully. Just straight in there. But um, it <laughs> <laughs> was no good. So, you reckon Matty Cook was sitting at home going, wouldn't happen under my watch. Yeah, if most, I were there, that wouldn't happen. Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> you, anyway. You'd be thinking, you know, let's see. How do we all go today, fellas? Uh, pit stop. Look, let's start with the good. Um, we got the wheels off the car. Uh, what about pit, yeah. pit exit? Uh, let's talk about something else. <laughs> I, I had contact in pit lane. What happened? Someone drove straight through the side of me or the <laughs> nose of me. Yeah. Anyway, that was pretty average. In fact, I think I remember Neil Crompton actually saying on the coverage, that's average. And Neil's really normally very stuff. diplomatic as well. Very. He's like the full fence sitter, and he really took a swipe at Premier mm. on that one. I deserve it. you got to, you got to say that was yeah. nice. But, hey, look, yeah. we'll take a quick break here on the driver's seat because we do want to talk a bit of Formula 1. There has been a fair bit of news, and we'll talk about – should we talk about SVG in 2024? Should we yeah, talk F1? No, let's do it. Let's do SVG first, then we'll do Formula 1. Sounds good. But get your yeah, – air because you are – there's a fair few people on the old uh, temper text line jumping mm. on board uh, wanting to know what, uh, what we think about his future. So we'll take a pause, be back with some silly season chat right here on the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. And it is great to have your company on the driver's seat. I'll tell you, the messages are flooding in thick and fast. And you can join us by texting in on 0433981116. Keep your text messages coming in. That's uh, Thank you, Frank from Fakatani, who's an avid listener. <laughs> and, of course, you can also jump on the socials at Driver's Seat Show. On the Facebook. Uh, which is the other place you can do it. But look at these messages because we're going to be talking silly season. Mm. And uh, it's all about very silly. It's it's incredibly silly, but it's all about yeah, SVG. Yeah. And should we go through some of these texts? Because uh, we'll go. we'll start off with Tom in Hobart. SVG in Chicago and SVG in Townsville look like two different people. One is happy, the other seems fed up with the politics and BS of supercars. You can almost see a bit of Marcus Ambrose from two thousand five in him. Mm. If you're Triple Eight, would why would you pull a move like that on Sunday uh, regarding the team orders? That's yeah. from Tommy in Hobart. Yep. I, well, I, I think we're going to discuss that mm. in the next segment, aren't we? Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, I. It's a pretty clear difference. I just I <laughs> even I sent a message to Shane on Sunday night saying, "I'm sorry, mate, but that was BS." Mm. Yeah. So, oh yeah. And what was the response, Steve J? I, I, I can't tell you the response. <laughs> oh come on! As I keep saying, there's no one listening because they're all. Oh mate, the I was on the hot lap. <laughs> I think he was too. Was he on the plane home or was he at the Mad Cow on Sunday with a celebratory Red Bull? Uh, a beverage, I'm actually not sure where he was on Sunday night. <laughs> um, he wasn't, he I know, wasn't. I was at home and he I know. Was in Happy Land. I know I my son was at the Mad Cow. <laughs> yes, he was. Mm. Uh, he, he's yes, another. I've heard from his engineer about how he was on. In fact, your son rang me on Sunday night. Oh, right. Driving home. I was driving home from Morgan Park and he was. He was. He was well happy, Steve. As my old man would say, three sheets to the wind. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. <laughs> Stevie Johnson having a couple of little adult beverages, enjoying the atmosphere. Well, 
Yeah, just tra- trans- transplant Stevie Johnson to Jetty Johnson. I can hold mine. Um, <laughs> um, here's, one, here's one from uh, uh, this one's from Shane in Canberra. Uh, I'm Pete X. He must be worked to worse more than Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting, Shane, and we've got massive respect for Pete Chibris, obviously. Uh, but. Um, it's just not a good look. If I'm being, if I'm going in to have a meeting at Premier right now about what roles might be vacant. First off, I'd, uh, I'd watch where I parked my car. Um, for a start, <laughs> I'd, um, be, I'd be reading the fine print. Oh, and I'd be having some serious conversations with those that have gone before about what no, the culture might Gary! be. Haven't <laughs> 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 heard Gary for a while. I heard Gary. I heard Gary was spotted recently at uh, Norwell Motorplex. And he is fitter than more fit than he has ever been. Apparently, cut to a Dixie. Really? Ah. Yep, is Gaz. Yep, he's taken the time off. He's taken the serious level of fitness. Good on him. So there you go. Um, mm. uh, yeah, a couple more. This one's from Steve S. Steve must be new. Hey, Steve. Steve, are you new? You uh, might be new. I reckon he is. I don't think I've seen his name up there before. Yeah. Steve. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the family and thank you for your contribution. Yeah, jump on board, mate. Well, we're here every mm. week. Um, mm. You'd have to say Shane has a contract for NASCAR next year based on Win Cup's comments and the team's treatment on Sunday. Uh, Gabe's in the Hunter Valley also has chomp, jumped on board as well because there's Howdy hey, Legends uh, listening live because Will B was on. Only one thing more topical than parody chat in Supercars World, a good old team orders situation. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mark and Merrigum also has a very uh, good point here. If SVG is in NASCAR next year and Waters doesn't end up at Triple Eight, who would be in that seat next year? So I'll leave it now. Discuss, as they would say. Um, it's a really great question because the the the. I think everyone looking around, standing around, would have thought that Waters might be in there. That he'll just swap a black can for a red and blue can. Um, uh, there, there are some indications that that may not be the case. It could be a really easy and good slot in return for Richie Stanaway, Stevie J. I mean, he's obviously their endurance driver. I'm not sure even he wants to come back full time, but, um, you know, I, I think the team are loving what he's doing and what he's bringing to the team. So he could have been a an easy slot in, but with the news during the week that it looks as though Tickford might be decreasing to two cars and the whole series decreasing to four, uh, 24 cars, Maybe Declan Fraser would be out, he'd be out of a drive, so maybe he could be another rookie to plug in. But there's there's lots of people. Well, he has come from the T8 ranks. That's right. He? So that's right. So there's lots. Of, would they have two rookies though, Steve? Would they have? I mean, do we call Brock a rookie? Well, not now. I mean, I think I think Brock's showing that you know he could definitely hold his own and be a championship contender like he is right now. Mm. You know, in the in the top three of the championship. So he's doing a fantastic job. But mm. um. Interesting to see what happens now with, um, you know, with the the 97 seat. And I guess, you know, you couldn't call it the 97 seat next year if, if Shane's not in it because it's sort of part and parcel of his number. With him, it's his yeah. dad's number. Yeah. His dad owns that number in New Zealand. It's, but they've been that number for forever. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be very fascinating to see and watch and, and understand because um, – you know, even just watching Shane's demeanour on the weekend, he wasn't happy. No. You know, and yeah, compared to and with his discussion, sorry, with his discussion, in those last four or five laps regarding the changeover positioning with Brock, arguing, it, it it didn't really make sense. There was actually no, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Maddie, 
There's no round winner now. No. There's no... That was must, the complete bulltish radio no call. They want they're Brock all, to win the round. I'm like, hang on, there is no rounds. It's race, individual well, race winners. Bro, I mean, it would, would have either have been Will Brown, who would have got the highest points scored over the weekend if Brock and Shane didn't swap. Yeah. But because Brock and Shane swapped, yeah. Brock ended up being the highest points scorer over the weekend. But who gives a... Doesn't toss. I mean, it doesn't make you know sense. I mean? it, and I think that's where there's been such consternation and... Such confusion. Shane's fourth in the championship. He still can win this thing. And yeah. and has previously from Absolutely. further back than that. And he's still the best driver in the Southern Hemisphere, if yep. not the world at the moment, in a tin top. So yep. why would you do that? I mean, I, it just did not make sense to me. The radio calls did not make sense to me. It did not make sense to Shane. And when you've got a driver who is already, you know, line ball, you can already see he's falling out of love with supercars for the moment. Um all that did was just pour a little bit more fuel on the fire because mm. I reckon he would have got out. If it were me, and I can be in a bit of emotional money on a race weekend, Steve, you've seen it, mm. I would have got out of the car and said, you know what, there's 16 million reasons waiting for me to go back to America and NASCAR, I'm out. You treat me like that, I'm out. Did you yeah. see, uh, as I was about, to, uh, as I was sort of saying, and I, actually, who was it that said on our text line? Here we go. Um, yeah, Tom in Hobart said it perfectly. SVG in Chicago and SVG in Townsville looked like two different people. They really mm. did. Did you see him in NASCAR? Yep. It was just, it was like an entire, it, it was a bloke that loved going to work. That's what that was. That's what it, it was. Look, it, it was, but you've got to keep this into context as well. We've all know what it's like to have an old girlfriend and a new girlfriend. When you're at the end of the, when it's really not great at the old girlfriend, um, um, then you go to the new girlfriend, you're up and about and you, you, you know, you're firing on all cylinders. NASCAR is still a new girlfriend for, for Van Giers. Supercars is the old harping girlfriend at the moment. So I, I think I, I get it. I understand what you're saying. And it's a clear change between the two. But you would have, could you imagine if SVG had gone to America, Stevie J, and he'd look like a kid who'd had his favorite lollipop taken out of his mouth and his bum smacked? Yeah. Wouldn't have worked. He yeah. had to be up and about over there. Supercars here, he kind of doesn't need to be that at the moment. Mm. We already know that he's falling out of love with it. He's arguing on the radio against. He's been, and o- he's been so. as open as he can about the car. He doesn't Correct. like the car. He got lambasted by senior management at the start of the year, so it wasn't a good start. No. So I understand why he's not treating their great stars here. like second-rate citizens. Yeah, and at it's the and it's not ideal. And and from everything that I'm hearing and everything that I look back, I look at a corporate world. I look at a political world. Um, there is absolutely no doubt that whilst. Shane Van Gisbergen in the first instance was saying, no, I am committed to 2024 back in Australia and supercars. Then the door opens up a little bit through Jamie Wincup's statements about, look, if there's an opportunity, we're not going to stand in his way. That tells me there's an opportunity and that yeah. tells me that, that yeah, and Van Giz is gone. There's probably so many dollar reasons that he needs to pay to get out of his contract Win too, or whatever. Is, I don't know. Wincup is walking back his statements of a little while back. and so you know he's got a contract next year. Yeah, and then it was, no, well, we wouldn't stand in his way. And that, so I'm I, as long as my behind points to the ground, I reckon he'll be gone. <laughs> I, I think that's uh, – it might not be Winks-like odds, but they're very yeah. good ones. <laughs> well, you know, and especially if – Triple Eight have got a, a potential option to go and get someone like Cam Waters if the deal is not done. But, you know, I'm hearing, Stevie J, that there's a fair old chance that Nick Perkett may not be at WAU next year and there may be a uh, there may be a reunion, so to speak, of two former Tickford drivers. Mm. Yeah, there could well be. You know, imagine if imagine if something like that happened. And then, then we're talking about, okay, who does Tickford replace Cam with if he leaves? Because they need someone that's going to be 
at Cam Waters. And well, they're going to go down to two cars, right? Yep. They're going to go down to two cars. So does Randall come across to Waters and we lose? Does Courtney retire um, uh, or does Declan retire because they're going to get rid of one of the racing entitlements, licenses? They're going to go down to, and they're going to sell the other one over to Blanchard. So there's only two seats. So does Declan replace Waters? Does Randall replace Waters? Does Courtney retire? Is it then just Waters and Declan? Is it? I mean, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Courtney and Declan. Man, the silly season, Nimsy, has gone bunter. And let's not also forget which one of these drivers brings a bit of this, because Courtney. None of them. Doesn't Courtney oh, and Snow no, River? Well, I think Courtney and Snow River are perhaps connected, but I don't think it's. I don't think Courtney brought the money. Mm. And certainly Decker didn't bring Trady because Declan came into that drive. Uh, and I'm not sure how connected Waters is personally with Monster. What about Tommy we've, and we've Castrol? Seen, uh, Tommy and Castrol, I think so. Uh, was, Castrol was always a, a Tickford thing, but I think Castrol loves Tommy. Yeah. New car looked good too, mm, I thought. It did look really good. branding. Good global branding. Very, you, very you, good You're uh, branding for Castrol. So. Um, look, we'll, oh, we'll take a quick break up. because there is lots of your messages coming through. So we'll get to them and talk some Formula One in just a moment here on The Driver's Seat. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. And it's great to have you joining us. Let's, what happened there? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just break an axle on the line again? You've been going. There's been a bit of that going on in the last couple of weeks, Nimsy. Just a you've, smidge. Just a smidge. Yeah, you've been stalling on the line, busted an axle. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I've, I've had much, much worse. Um, trust me. I've had, um, I've had much, much worse uh, on-air blunders, like uh, this one, for example, uh, once I can find it. You know Talk amongst yourself. Um, He's setting himself up for a job. This has got me intrigued now because Nimsy's normally bloody solid, you know what I mean? So (laughs) it's. uh, I'm interested to hear this blunder. What have you done? If you can find it. What have you done? This was from a while back. That's right. And make sure that you grab the Krispy Kreme Reese's Penis. Reese's (laughs) Peanut Butter (laughs) Donut is back. Oh, we need big oh, Malon for that. Malon, that's a ripper. Oh, how did Reese feel about you grabbing him on the? Uh, oh no, on the eight-day clock. And oh, that's oh, almost man. as good as Crompton slip up a backwards oh, to the top that, ten that shootout. Was no good. Oh, Nimsy, how is it? How is it? We've gone seven years, and that's the first time we've heard that. Oh, that is a beauty. We... One more time, please. Just one more time. Uh, that's right. And make sure that you grab the Krispy Kreme Reese's penis. Reese's peanut butter donut is back. So, you know what the funny thing is? What's that? <laughs> Not only did you say penis, but it was all over donuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Reese's oh. Reese's pieces, creamy oh, peanut, peanut butter. butter cups is oh, what wow. I was meant to say. And yeah. and all whoever wrote that needs a right upper cup. And you know oh. what? You know what was, what was nice about that because Gary Lyon heard that. He put his arm around me. He said, uh, <laughs> "Mate, the first I once stuffed up saying up country punt." Uh, you could join. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he so. didn't say the actual word. Did he? Mm, anyway, um. oh. <laughs> that's when you get a note from senior management. <laughs> Excellent start. Certainly was Gary. Um, let's get straight to these texts because there is a lot, a mm. lot coming through. And thank you, mm. thank you very much 
for everyone that is putting them through. So let's let's go. Where do we where do we start? Where do we start? start right at the top? Why don't we start with uh, with Ben? Oh, here from we go. Timaru in the South Island of That's New Zealand. Cool. You read that, Nimsy. Here we go. Evening, lads. Ben from Timaru in the South Island of New Zealand. Would be great to see Stanaway in a Red Bull. Really give him a chance to show what he could do in a full-time seat. Also, how good to see Danny Rick back on the mm. F1 grid. Can't help but feel sorry for Liam Lawson. Maybe he could replace SVG. <laughs> could do. Good go. stuff. The family. Good mm. stuff. Thank you, Ben, for jumping on board. Ben, uh, <laughs> first time we've uh, first time we've had you on the show, Ben. I say it again. Welcome to the family. Um, also, Steve in Bayswater is rapidly rising up the uh, the power rankings for awesome texters today. He's gone and sent through these absolute pearl of a message. Um, Red Bull just making sure that he understands now he's leaving. Brock has priority, which is a good point. And he also followed it up with, who's Nick Perkat? MIA since 2021. <laughs> um, Harsh. He, here's another quick one. Yeah. So uh, this one's from Tommy in Hobart. Uh, will Triple Eight want someone with a profile? All respect to Brock, but I don't think he's bringing sponsors or the fanfare that Shane has. Do they do what Grove did with Holdsworth for a year and plug in an experienced hand like Tanda, Lowndes, or even Jamie for a year until someone becomes available other than Waters? Jamie won't. No. Uh, no. I don't think Tanda would. Craig, maybe? Mm. Maybe they could plug Craig back in. Um, the other two, I think, are too far entrenched into their current roles. Yeah. Yep. Uh, with Fox Sports and also team management. I don't think it'd be a good look for Jamie to jump back in. And he's got nothing to prove. And, I mean, so does Lounsey has nothing really to prove. Tanda's building beautifully in his commentary career. So, I mean, you maybe could plug Craig back in, but it would really depend on who's going to be available in 25. Mm. What would trigger that? Why would you do that? So... We'll see. Uh, another one. Uh, even Scaife said he wouldn't have let Brock pass. That was Jeff from Hamilton Hill. I think uh, Scaife was, no was a bit of this. Tell you what, I'm just about over this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scaife wouldn't let his grandmother go around. Eh? So <laughs> that's no shock that he wouldn't let his teammate go around. Uh, yeah. Another one from Bad Graham. Imagine the Yanks that now tune in to watch supercars, watching the best driver get told to park it. Bloody disgrace. And start last. Mm. Mm. Graham's because got a good point there. off the road. Like, he threw it off the road in qualifying when he was on for a pretty strong lap, it has to be said, but he threw it off the road down the back. And yep. so they're all looking at this. This is the bloke that absolutely handed our asses to us a week ago in NASCAR. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but they would watch that, and they would see him go from the back of the grid to P4 and go, yes. oh, Jesus. Okay, that's pretty, pretty, pretty that's bloody solid. good. You know? um, yeah, yeah. Another one, too, uh, on the temper text. 0433981116 is the number if you'd like to get in touch. Um, uh, was watching NASCAR Hub after the Chicago race, and Justin Marks from Trackhouse seems pretty keen to have SVG over again for another race even this year. So I wonder if he's first in line to get a contract on him for a full-time cup seat in 2024. The other thing I'd be interested in terms of Cam Waters, if he does go to WAU, does Monster go with him? That's from Ben in Brisbane. Hey, Benny. Uh, is that a long time first? First time, long time? No, Benny's, been, Benny's been part Has of Benny it. Has Benny been with us before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, look, I don't know. Stevie J said, I'm not sure whether Cam and, and Monster are tied to the hip. I'm, I'm not too sure whether that's a Tickford thing. They seem to follow him a fair bit, you know. With yeah, they got his sprint cars. Sprint cars. cars. Then, stuff. So maybe. You know, I, you know, I think, you know, he's a good talent and he'd be, He's he's a great ambassador for them. You know, he's a perfect fit, and I think they know that. So I, I think that you'll see them, even though it's possibly a uh, 
a Tickford thing or come through Tickford. I think that they're fairly well entrenched now with uh, with Cam. And I think um, I think when it comes to NASCAR and Trackhouse Racing and Shane Van Gisbergen, of course Shane is going to be talking to Trackhouse mm. and would probably, out of respect, have the first conversation with Trackhouse. But just remember how NASCAR works. They're in a playoff type championship. You got to win a race to get yourself into a playoff. Now he was so comprehensive in his win that um, it's an it's an easy decision for a team to get Shane over there because all he's got to do is win run one of these road races or one of these street course races, and that team and that entry is then into the playoff, and that means millions and millions and millions of dollars, mm. Steve. So whatever they pay but, him, they'll get it back. But not this year. No. Like Trackhouse isn't in this year. No, exactly. But what is the majority of the races in the playoffs? Ovals. ovals. I get it. But you've it's got to be good on ovals. I guess you've got to be in it to win it too. But but it's the dollars too, Steve. It is the dollars. Yeah, exactly. It is the dollars. Um, you know, I, in the end, I don't think Shane will have any um, loyalty to Trackhouse because they gave him that opportunity. I no. mean, he's, you're a driver. You're going to take mm. the best Option. I'm sure he'll yeah, speak. He'll speak option. to him for like he'll. Yeah. You know, he's do. He'll do his due diligence. Cheers for opening yeah, the door. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, I think uh, you got to remember too. Just because he got a walk up start at the Chicago Street Race doesn't mean he says he's going to get a walk up start Talladega either. So of course, you know, he's going to need to go through um, the the process of NASCAR to be able to then be able to race as a rookie on these super speedways as well. So I don't think he can just roll over, even though he's won a race. He's not going to be able to just roll over there and go straight into an oval and, and, and start racing. I don't believe. But NASCAR have the power to overrule any rule. They Their can go, rules. no, yeah. And they go, no, we, we think this is this is good for it. So, so do you think he'll start in Xfinity? In the, in the, do you think they'll put him in some Xfinity I races so. in yeah. the lead up? When, th- now, if you're not familiar with Xfinity, Xfinity is the like super is two type. Super two. type. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then you've got the truck series below that as well, which is like our Super 3, I suppose. Um, um, interesting. Yeah, because uh, if... Uh, I, I think I think regardless of how good he is on a street race and a road course, um, I think he will adapt. I think he's good enough to adapt to a to an oval, Stevie J. I yeah, I, I think he's good enough to adapt to an oval. I mean, geez, man, like he's he's going. I mean, he finished top three of a WRC rally event. Yeah, can, like, dri- can drive first WRC rally, <laughs> and he finishes drive. top three. Yeah, can drive. The dude. I mean, I've got so much respect for Shane, and uh, not because I'm his mate, but he he's a talent. He is. Sorry, no, Don't no, but, take him but, but let's also uh, remember too. Remember, he won the New Zealand Grand Prix in an open wheeler, starting yep. from pit lane. Pit lane, like he has done that many <laughs> things that people just go, "How the bloody hell did he do that?" You know, at the end of the day, so he will. He will take about. Normally, he he gets to grips with things in five minutes. And I think that he could get to grips with ovals in five minutes if he's with the right team. Mm-hmm. Trackhouse seemed to be quite handy on ovals. You know, like the race before, sure. uh, Ross Chastain won. Mm. So Shane Shane won the next round. And then and, and then the recent round, you know, they were on for a three-peat, but um, obviously didn't get there. So if he's with the right team and it's all about car setup on the NASCAR ovals, um, he just needs to get his head around the aero and the, and the, the racing in a pack in regard to bump drafting and all that sort of thing. And, you know, Shane's all over that stuff. He, he does bump drafting at Bathurst for Christ's sake. Absolutely. Tell me this. If he leaves Triple Eight and he is, give, he is granted leave and he comes over to NASCAR, 
Could he race with Ford or Toyota or GM? Yep. Yep. I don't think he'd be. Uh, you know, I th- I think there'd be a fair chance that that some of his own supporters will follow him too. Like you know, I think Red Bull and Quad Lock and a few of these mm. will go mm. as well um, and and assist. But yeah, I don't think he's necessarily tied to Chevrolet. I think that you know whether it be a Toyota, Ford, Chevrolet team. I think uh, the best option is that is what Shane and Shane's dad Robert would um, would go for. I'll tell you could, what, Stevie, could Scotty McLaughlin be having a word in Roger Penske's ear to get him in the team? Could do. Mm. You know what? They run forwards. Yep. If if there is a chance, even just a smidge of a chance, to see Shane Van Gisbergen race in a Toyota Camry NASCAR. Oh, I'm all over that. <laughs> <laughs> Would that make you feel better about yourself? <laughs> Nimsy will be driving. We'll, we'll, we'll slap a big 97 NASCAR-style sticker on yes. the side of your car, Nimsy. My Denny Hamlin uh, merch is just going straight out the window. I'm all SPG. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you need Reese's Pieces. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's not that easy, is it? <laughs> We'll take oh, a that was that was on purpose. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break and we'll talk Formula One because that's what you want to talk about and we've been getting some messages about it. So and it it is also very, very big news. Great news to wake up to this morning. But it's the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over forty years we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Certainly are, and it is all happening on, uh, is it where, is it at a core stadium tonight, uh, the Rugby League? It's in New South Wales, Yeah. so I assume that it's at a core stadium. Yeah. Not, being a, not being a Rugby League guy, um, I assume that it's at a core stadium, hmm. yes. I just couldn't remember what their uh, current naming rights deal was. but um, well, It used to be Telstra, didn't it? And it's now a core. I think you're right. You know, yeah. Anyway, anyway um, <laughs> we push on. Anyway. If you've ever wondered uh, just how distracted we get, folks, uh, put Origin mm. in and uh, it just sort of mixes the mixes the apple cart a little bit. Um, here's a couple of texts that have come through. Uh, JRM has a seat to fill next year in Xfinity now that Josh Berry's off to Stuart Haas and Cup. Dal Jr., get on the phone to him, says Tom in Hobart. Which JRM is Junior Motorsport, mm-hmm. which is Dale Earnhardt Jr. There you go. Yeah, well, and 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 uh, Junior is great mates with Paul Morris, and that's kind of how how ah. Shane got his gig over there, and all that kind of stuff. So he will be connected. Don't worry, his phone will be ringing, Nimsy, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, he, and Tommy. Don't worry about that. One from Mark and Mary Gum. If supercars are no longer celebrating round wins, and each race has its own event, that then should each quali slash race have its own tire bank. That way, you can't have what happened on the weekend, or maybe tanking. Good point. Yeah, not bad. Uh, yeah, good point. Mark mm-hmm. Marygum, he's not just handy with a broom. He's also no. good. <laughs> Very good. Uh, how's, uh, a new, how's a new little fella? Mark? Yeah. Let us know. I know we were celebrating a, a month or two ago about the arrival of your new little fella. Let us know. Give us an update. Is he rapidly growing? Uh, mm. Is he no longer a little fella? Uh, here's one too. Uh, from Rob the Ranger in Camden. G'day, you three Pelicans. I can't listen tonight <laughs> as I'm working early, but looking forward to catching up on the podcast tomorrow. I'm sure there'll be more parody discussions as the Mustangs still seem to be degrading uh, rear tyres. And what about Danny Rick? Piastri also did well. That's from Rob the Ranger in Camden. In fact... Yes, hey, Stevie J, you were up there. I mean, is is this this parity thing that they've put on the back and of the Mustangs and brought the wing forward and put a gurney... La- is all that kind of stuff having an effect? What was the what was the vibe? What was the marbo in pit lane? Um, you know, 
I think it has maybe maybe assisted a little bit. I think the I don't know, let's just Still throw it out there. The ten percent gap has been bridged by three percent or something, right. you know okay. what I mean? So there's still there's still disparity. But like like I've said, you're not you never we're not gonna know until you get them in a wind tunnel. Simple as that. There is there is still some engine discrepancies as well that they're I think I believe they're testing between now and Eastern Creek, Sydney Motorsport Park. Um so we'll, we'll see what happens there. I think they're testing some throttle bodies. Yeah, smaller uh, throttle body. Smaller throttle body to bring it now in line with the Chevrolet. Mm. Um same size. So for some reason the Mustang throttle body is seven mil bigger. Than the Camaro, but um, I don't know. So, um, so that's uh, another thing that they're testing. But I mean, who knows? You know, I'm so good that they're doing that in July. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, here's the thing, right? When we had other manufacturers, there were things that we could do to each of those cars and each of those body styles and each of this and each of that that we could bring and tune parity to the cars. The challenge that we've got now is that because the chassis are very similar and and everything underneath the body now is so similar, and yet we have a different engine, um, they are super close, Steve J. Super close. I mean, these things are like you have to stand on one leg, tilt your head and squint to see where the differences are <laughs> in these things. And that's what we want, right? We want them to be super close. The problem with that is, is when they are so super close, if there is a small deficiency, it's going to show up in massive results because they're so close. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I, We're a victim of our own success. In we are ways. in a way. Yeah, I get that. But I still don't think these two cars are as close as what the ZB and the last year's Mustang were. Yeah. But they were more tunable. Correct. These are not yep. anymore. Do you guys because you, we're trying to make it so super close? Yep. Do you guys feel like uh, what super guys are sort of doing with the whole parry thing is you know when you're trying to measure like a TV or something and you get your arms out and you sort of stretch and you're like you know put one hand on one side, one hand on the other, then sort of be like okay, walk back and then well, you do the <laughs> you do the big measure walk as yeah. I do in real estate. Yeah, I reckon this is five meters. And yeah. you just walk it. Yep. Do you reckon one, that's what they're two, doing? Because <laughs> well, it seems I've, a bit like it, doesn't it? I think what they're trying to resist, Steve J, I think they're trying to do it, – it, it comes off to me. They are trying to do everything that they can do to stop it having to go to a wind tunnel and therefore the expense and time of a wind tunnel. I think they are trying to tune these things, what they've got right in front of them with it, without having to set them overseas. And unfortunately, the more they do – the longer it takes. We're halfway through our championship, as you said, Nimsy. Glad they're doing this at Angela <laughs> Motorsport Park at round seven. Um, so I, I, it just seems to me from a business decision, they're trying to go, look, we haven't tried everything here before we send them over to a wind tunnel. Yeah. Let's just try all of that first. And then at some point they're going to go, nah, <laughs> damn it, we've got to send them to a wind tunnel. Yeah, yeah. But yeah it's, that's, it's, that's the impression I get. It's, they're, they're currently up to, you know, Plan Z is get them to a wind tunnel, <laughs> and they're probably in the W Y, like you know, in the Ws at the moment. But uh, look, we're getting some messages in because people want to talk about this. Fair bit going on in Formula One, I can tell you that, and uh, a certain. Honey Badger seems to be back on the grid. Um, did you also wake up and, and sort of see the it splashed all over, you know, the morning shows and, and social media that uh, a certain person is back on the grid? Welcome back. <laughs> your dreams were your ticket Danny Ricardo. <laughs> Danny Ricardo. Well, because I woke up disgustingly early this morning, hmm. because I had what, to do 9 it. 9 a.m.? 
No. I actually, I actually saw the uh, alarm clock had a five in it this morning. What? I know. Ridiculous. But I had a conference. Did Mrs. Mac have a a dream and roll over and touch you on the leg and then you jumped up thinking that you were going to get lucky? No, Mrs. Mac was about to throw my phone through the window. Uh, I woke up to it very early this morning to see that Danny Rick one day... (laughs) (laughs) One day after jumping back in the Red Bull... Um, uh, for a test, it's uh, post Silverstone test has been given the the seat be, beside Yuki Sonoda after Nick DeFries got given the Tijuana Brass. Mm. Uh, not unsurprising, poor old Nick had a ripping Williams debut, got in the points. I think finished seventh or eighth on debut. Mm, I think Monza. Stevie J at Monza. Uh, he just hasn't gelled with this car. And you know what? I'm super excited that Danny Rick is back and he's been given the opportunity. At the end of the day, he's contracted to Red Bull. It's a Red Bull team. He goes where they tell him to go. If they say go and race trolleys in Saudi Arabia, Danny <laughs> Rick goes going. and races trolleys in Saudi Arabia. So they've put him in that car. But Silverstone, Yuki was last. Nick DeVries was second last. This is not a great car, Steve J. If you expect him to get in and be fighting for Max, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Yeah, and I think Yuki's actually... He's doing a pretty good job too, you know. I mean, I think Yuki's he's lifted his game slightly, but uh, I think it's going to be tricky. And for Danny, you know, if coming out of McLaren, his his confidence wasn't high. Um, so sitting on the sidelines is not some. It's not the way to gain your confidence back again. No, no. But he's in the right team, and he's obviously back with back being in the fold of Red Bull. Uh, and I think that that's enough to give you that maybe that energy back again so that hopefully we can maybe see a little bit more Danny Rick magic. How would you be, Ben Liam Lawson? Yeah, you'd be, I guess you'd be pretty I reckon you'd have the tissues, wouldn't you? Because he's basically the reserve driver. Danny's a third driver. He's the reserve driver, and he's been overlooked to go to Alpha Tauri unless they're going to get rid of the surge. Uh, Formula One's answer to Tom Cruise. I reckon <laughs> if they get rid of the surge, maybe Liam fires in there and they keep Danny Rick trying to keep Yuki focused and maybe drag with his expertise and his experience, drag that car forward. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that would make way too much sense. Matthew? So, <laughs> uh, we've talked to you about this. We've talked to you about this. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, look, or he, maybe they'll put Danny Rick back in at Red Bull. Mm-hmm. And then blood the young ones back in Alpha Tauri with Liam Lawson and uh, and Yuki. I don't think putting young ones in at Alpha Tauri is serving Alpha Tauri. Yeah. And Alpha Tauri is meant to be there is basically a test mule for the Red Bull. They will put something on the Alpha Tauri to see whether it works first before they stick it on the Red Bull. So if you put another junior burger in at Alpha Tauri that simply, even in the current state of the car, can't get everything out of it, why would you keep plugging juniors mm. into it? I, I'm I would almost prefer to put a junior burger into into Perez's seat yep. and then get Danny, as I say, with his expertise and ability to I don't know, advise a team and, and help develop and do all that sort of stuff to yep. to drag that Alpha Terry because there's 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 one thing that Red Bull wants, needs, and must have, and that's a winning team, mm-hmm. and they've got that in Red Bull. The next with thing Max. that they want with Max, the next thing they want is Alpha Tauri to be up there running a blocker to McLaren or Alpine or anyone else behind.
Yeah, I mean that's um, it's going to be very interesting to see how they manage it, isn't it? And and where Danny goes, and even how Danny goes. I mean, if he starts kicking Yuki's ass in that car and then mm-hmm. starts getting points regularly up the mm-hmm. front. He may well be back in a Red Bull seat. You never know. Well, he, he very mal- could even be a test for Danny for them to see where Danny's head's at. If, you know what I mean? Because I've got to say, Max is not making great noises about the state of Formula One and his his focus on it moving forward and or his motivation to stay in the category. He's saying, if it stays like this, I'm going to be out fairly soon. Max was saying. Max is saying that. Really? Yeah, and he doesn't like the rules coming in. I think it's 25 or 26. So I, I, the new tech rules. So I, I don't know. I, there, they've got to set something up for the future. Now, Danny's only been confirmed to the end of this year, but there's no pressure on Danny now. There's no pressure. No, he don't care. No, well, it's I the, say it's, he doesn't. Well, he care. doesn't care. But he, he's there's no pressure. Yeah, it's it's literally there's like no pressure. It's like, dude, you've got yourself, you've got a bonus seat, kind of thing. Mm. Well, yeah. I think it's get in there and show us what we need to do with this car, please, because. Yuki's not Yuki's doing a good job, but he's not not being able to drag. Tell us whether the that Yuki's show us that Yuki's doing a sensational job, because if you get in there and you're no faster than Yuki, and we think that Danny is quicker than Yuki, if Danny's no quicker, then it's it's seriously the car. Mm. But but poor old Nick, you know what's next for Nick? What's next for Liam Lawson? I don't know. But I tell you what, I was pretty damn happy that Oscar Piastri missed the podium only because of an ill-timed safety car. Mm. Had he not got that safety car and at the wrong time, Lewis Hamilton would not have been on the podium. It would have been a 2-3 for McLaren and the Aussie would have had his first podium because the upgrades on that thing look pretty good. It's rigged. Um, Silverstone's rigged. rigged. You reckon it's rigged? Oh, it's rigged for Lewis. Really? No, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, uh, St- Steve's gone and chimed in saying, love that Danny is back on the grid. Formula One is a better place with him on track. Oscar is already up about with the upgrades. I might be going off prematurely, but I can see him slowly and methodically disposing of Norris with time. I honestly believe if Danny does well against Yuki, Checo goes and Lawson into Alpha Tauri. There you go. Yep. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I tell you who was very happy with Formula One on the weekend. Mrs. Mack. Yeah, Brad Pitt was there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh that's right. What's he doing there? He's filming. She jumps with, around, Mrs. McFarland. Well, fair income. Charlotte Clare. George, yeah, George, George Russell. I mean, George. George. All the little the Brad Mac, Pitt. Mrs. Mac and the little Macs are all over George. There's no doubt about that. Mm. The three women in my house, when when George on the coverage rolled up in his fighter jacket and his aviators, I couldn't even talk to Mrs. Mac. <laughs> I was there was no there was complete radio silence. I was talking to her and nothing was getting through. Uh, but yes, when you have when you have fifty nine year old Brad Pitt rolling around, good looking rooster um, still, good looking rooster, good looking rooster, fifty nine. He's fifty nine, bastard. Yeah, <laughs> and still looks like I just turned fifty and I look sixty nine. So <laughs> good on you, uh, good on you, Brad Pitt for rolling around. And can I give three points to Formula One to Martin Brundle because. That track walk where he got absolutely face palmed by someone that silly cow model. I reckon someone stitching and, him and up. And in fact, Brad Brad face palmed him as well. Basically, did he? Yeah, yeah. Show some respect, folks. And that stupid. I know Brad did a uh, Brad did a big interview with Martin. Yeah, I know. But I on the grid, he he fresh aired him. Yeah. But that that vacuous self important maybe he was stupid filming. model. 
that go, oh, oh, yeah. I, just, I just can't talk. And I, I just, sorry, I just can't hear anything. Standing right beside you, love. Yeah. And this is not Formula One of 20 years ago. You can hear me. <laughs> like, give me it. Get off. That. They should be banned from the grid. I, and that's what he said. They should all be banned from the grid. Yep. The deal is you get on the grid. You, you want to come on, then you are. You, you talk you are to, Exactly. You speak if Brundle, you're asked. It's not like it's some rando. Royalty. Yeah. yeah. But, anyway. but how good was he? He goes, oh, I'm sure it would have been interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was no good. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, poor, I really I feel like someone is, uh, oh, New South Wales just scored. Um, um, what was I saying? Martin Brundle. You know what? Let's you take really a break. Feel? Uh, yes. No, I think Martin Brundle's getting stitched up because he keeps getting all the most, I was going to say something else. Painful. Yeah, the dodgiest, annoying. stupidest, annoyingest of celebrities that go to chat to him. And it's just like, annoyingest. Yeah. Um, well, I'm just going to look that up in the dictionary and see if that's a word. Annoyingest. My, my other word I was going to say was F to C's, but uh, then I remember. Oh, hey. hey, hey, Reese's Pieces. <laughs> just take it easy. Uh, we'll, take a quick, saying that. we'll take a quick break and find out what happened closer to home. Uh, in fact, at uh, Morgan Park on the weekend, because a certain Matthew McKeldin was in action. Hey, you were in action, and we've got your results, and it's important well, to talk about the. Uh, we what, what we will happening. talk about my results, but I can say that we cracked a gearbox open today, and it's like a meth head's mouth. No teeth. <laughs> no point having teeth if you don't clean them occasionally, Matthew. Correct. <laughs> well, we'll take a quick break, and we'll talk about the TA2 Muscle Car Series and the High Tech Oil Super Series Round 4 that was at Morgan Park over the weekend. <laughs> is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Having a cheeky chuckle at uh, this text that I'm assuming was sent from a Mrs. Uh, Mark in Merrigum because it says, hey, gents, can confirm Mark from Merrigum is not handy with a broom. <laughs> You've copped an uppercut, Marky Mark. <laughs> but good to have you listening, Mrs. Mark. Yeah, it's nice to have a little uh, family affair going on on a Wednesday night. So it's great to have you on board. We welcome all on board. Uh, here's another one. Come two. on, come all. One from Ben in Brisbane. Sorry to circle back to the wind tunnel comment in Supercars. Yep. Do they need to send the actual cars or can they produce scale down models for use in testing? What do they do in F1 or NASCAR? Full size or scale down? It's actually a good question. I don't actually know. Yeah. What? Um, you know, you can do scale down, but full size is what they do. That's mm-hmm. that's the, where they make their parts. They change the parts on the actual cars themselves, put them in the wind tunnel, and uh, and find out what they uh, what they need and don't need from there. There you go. Uh, one more too uh, from Tom in Hobart. If the celebrities with air quotes can't name the team and driver of the car they're standing next to, kick them off the grid. Attention seeking flogs. <laughs> don't disagree, <laughs> Stevie. Don't disagree with you there, Tommy. Tommy's I'm, speaking yeah, some uh, bit you. of sense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 No, he's speaking sense indeed. And uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine that. Um, I mean, the by, the bias by, the byline story of all of that thing with the model is she's going. I, I don't know what was going on. I was told not to speak to anybody. You're an idiot. That's all I'm saying. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> You're Whatever. standing in Silverstone. Yeah. You, you you know what was going on, all right? Yeah. Um. Here's a fun one for you. Um. Moving away from Silverstone, let's head to Warwick in Queensland because. You're in action in Morgan Park. Has that for a segue? Good segue, though. <laughs> Big difference. Uh, but let's quickly run through the TAT Muscle Car Series um, as part of the High Tech Wall Super Series Queensland round. Uh, Jackson Rice had a 
basically near perfect weekend, and things are really hotting up in that category. Yeah, look, um, we, we've, uh, we're halfway through the series now. We've got two rounds left, Sydney Motorsport Park and Calder Raceway at the end of the year, and it's getting very, very, very tight at the top. Dylan Thomas still leading the championship. Um, look, numbers were down over the weekend. I think there was a fair concern by a number of competitors that Morgan Park at Warwick was not the place to have our cars and that there might have been a, a bit too much um, exposure to damage, Stevie J., I was really proud of the way everybody drove. We didn't have any major comings together whatsoever. We had one spin in the final race. Um, and it was good racing all, all around. In fact, the cars are oh, – I love Morgan Park. I love the track. You know, these cars are hard work around that sort of place. So um, – but it was really good racing, Nimsy and uh, – uh, I'm just happy now that I qualify for the Grey Gonads Cup. Um, <laughs> um, I didn't have a great round uh, of my four races. What did I have? I think I had a ninth in race one. I then cut a tyre in race two. In race three, the gear selector broke, basically. Uh, and in race four, when you have a car that you can control and things in your within your um, within your realm that you can control ended up coming seventh for the final race, the 20 lap up. So that was, that was pretty good. And I'm now up to seventh in the series. Not bad. So, not bad yeah, at all. Not bad. Not bad. No, that's good. Bloody I'm competitive up the top though. Like there is. Oh, and look really competitive. On. And they're kids, right? They're, they're having, I mean, Dylan's not necessarily a kid. Dylan's just driving really, really well. But, um, um, yeah, the, the, the really tight kids, Jackson Rice, Josh Haynes, Hayden Jackson, those blokes, um, they're getting really racy up the front there. Mm. So my hope, Stevie J, is just to sit back a little bit. But um, night racing at SMP next. Should Ooh. be pretty cool. Pretty, be which should be really good fun. I'm thinking of doing a, an LED light underneath the car. Ooh. Oh, like you're in Fast and Furious. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> how Hollywood's that? Make it race on uh, Kubota Brick Road. Yeah. <laughs> Righto. So, yeah, I did that. And, hey, big thanks to... Hey, you'd go down well. Like it definitely suit SMP. Yeah, it'd fun. suit Penrith or Parramatta perfectly. Really? Yeah, that's what bit they. Of Parramatta they, Road. Yeah, they love their a bit their, of and their lights. And their, do I need to put a stereo in it with missing, big thumpers? You're just missing a turbo on a car that sneezes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and a, a bunch of people, and I think his name was John. Also came up proudly wearing his driver's seat T-shirt. Which was good. Fair few getting uh, around those shirts. Fair few getting around. Uh, had a uh, Tommy from Toowoomba came over with his young fella, so that was good to see Tommy. Um, another gentleman from up on the Sunshine Coast dropped by to say good day and have a bit of a chat. So yeah, it was a good weekend. Uh, good weekend. Here's one from Mark in Merrygum. Uh, the message has just come through. Little man is still little, drinking lots of milk and thinking of winning the Indy 500. <laughs> Happy, healthy, and loves to party at night. That's from. Uh, um, <laughs> That's so funny. What's uh, and, this one here that's just come in? Is Matty Mac jealous of SVG trying other classes with him impersonating a speedway driver out in the dirt? <laughs> oh, did, did you uh, get the mower out? At, uh... Look, I did. I did because that was the cut tyre. I went down into turn one, went to the brakes, and the car went, nope, you're not doing that. <laughs> so that's why I went to the dirt, onto the uh, onto the SVG dirt. But thank you very much for noticing. Um, whoever 587 is. <laughs> we, we, we've got a bit of time. We'll wrap it all up in just a moment. But this one goes out to Jeff from Hamilton Hill, who's uh, texted in just saying that he's enjoyed the fun and especially some of my stuff-ups. But I could tell you right now, Jeff, uh, 
It's not a. It's, it's, it's a fairly common occurrence if you listen to the variety of SENs across the uh, across the country. So you just thought a little duck over for a cheeky little trip to Sepignong or whatever it's called. What's it called? Sepignong. <laughs> Seminyak is what I was trying to say. <laughs> Sepignong. <laughs> Seven, yeah. Thank yeah, you to Pickers that. for picking up that one too. But uh, we'll oh, take, that's a cracker. We'll hey, take... just, give us, give us, just give us your Reese's Pieces one more time. Go that's on. right. And make sure that you grab the Krispy Kreme Reese's Penis. Reese's Peanut Butter Donut is back. <laughs> uh, oh, it's the best. We'll take a quick pause for the cause oh. and wrap it all up here on the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. Together we're sh- I'm an award winner too. Can you believe it? <laughs> Are you, an, are, you an, are you an Australian Radio Industry Award winner? Yeah, Commercial Radio Award. Yes, I do have one on the mantle. Oh, one of the little microphone things? That's the one. Oh, Way a ton, I can you tell you go. that. Uh, but anyway, wow. not here to talk about me. Uh, <laughs> For those listening at home, you might not be able to tell, but uh, being a Sri Lankan gentleman, cricket is in my bread and butter. Anyway, we'll take a quick pause. <laughs> be back it's with in more. bread and butter, is it? It is. You poor thing. Back How'd with, that taste? Back with more after this. <laughs> This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Just about time to wrap it all up here on The Driver's Seat. And i uh, got to say, the messages have been very, very nice because it was a bit of argy-bargy at the start. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, it's good to know that even if you uh, get liberace off the starting line, People are still there to to watch you watch your race later on. Yes, it was a bit of a we don't we haven't had many false starts in seven years, but that was I've had a, a couple. Beauty. Yeah, we've had a few, but not many <laughs> not on average, many. not many. But that one was a beauty. No, but it has been a good, and it was great to chat to Will Brown as well. And uh, thank you everyone for all the messages that have been coming in thick and fast. And we'll do it all again same time next week. I reckon. Sounds good to me. I'll be here. Rodder. Indeedy. But uh, yes, this has been the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Back with, uh, well, back with the show next week.